The Rams Rugby Podcast, brought to you by Performance Kitchen, nutrition without compromise. Hello Ramley and welcome to the pilot episode of the Ramcast, which will hopefully be coming to you on a weekly basis with Spike, my uh, partner in crime next to me. Spike, how are you doing? Good, yeah, I'm alright, thanks Pads, are you? Yeah, very well, very well. So give us a little background about yourself, Spike, and how you've come to be in this situation. Well, to all our millions of listeners, uh, yeah, uh, I'm a former player, former coach, um, now you will well, hear let, my... Let's clarify, former legend, well, or current legend. No, 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 no. <laughs> a bloke used to kick a ball a bit rather than run with it or pass it. Or tackle. Um, well, tackling again, <laughs> optional. Um, yeah, coached with you for the Titans for, for a good two or three years, great times. Um, and then now you can find me on a Saturday afternoon talking into another microphone with yet more people that have to listen to what I've got to say. So do we have a final amount of first-team caps for you yet or not? No, I, I wouldn't know where to Could start. Can we hazard a guess? I probably reckon there's more times I was injured than I actually played. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, I reckon I'm between between Ant and Stevie. Well, there's a picture for anyone. So it's but quite blimey, yeah. <laughs> Crikey. But you are still the record point scorer at this club, aren't you? At the moment, yeah, that's... Obviously, to be... Is that coming under pressure, is it? I, I wouldn't... I don't know. I, it'll go soon at some point. Well, yeah, cheers, Charlie. But some of these guys, they're knocking over points like it's going out of fashion. So they'll be yeah. catching it up soon. To work harder for the points in the old days, isn't you? Well, that's it, yeah. I'd get the sniper on the touchline <laughs> when they start getting close. Um, yeah, go on, Paz. That's enough about me anyway. Let's talk about you. Well, I finished... I finished, I was trying to think of the last time I played for this first thing. A couple of years before you. I remember Barnstable away... Oh, God. It was one of the last ones. That was a good bus trip back. Yeah, they tended to be back in those mm. days, particularly on that, that, down that part of the country. <laughs> but I ended up, my, my friend ended up playing at, at the Rams and then took a couple of years off. Well, Reading Engines, as it was, took a couple of years off and then came back doing a bit of coaching and then hooked up with you, the Titans, which was good fun. Mm. Uh, been looked after by Rob Dyer for a couple of years and then, um, well, basically. Yeah, good Uncle Rob, eh? Yeah. Where, where would we be without oh, that man? man. Where <laughs> would the club be without that man? <laughs> And then uh, basically my daughter said I need to take some time off. So I took a bit of time off. Oh, well played. And I seem to be spending more time here than I did before. <laughs> well, good on you. Come on in, Pads. Let's, uh, let's talk about last weekend, shall we? Roslyn Park at home. Yeah, it was a good day out. I came up, had a couple of drinks. Heard me shouting on the sideline. I'm sure you did. Yeah. But it was, it was one of those games, I thought, it, it, kind of a complete performance. It felt as if, although it took a little bit of time to get going. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't one of those games where you thought, oh, we're in trouble here at any point. There's no, no, no. I th- yeah, I think I agree with you. We were, it was a slow burner, but I think we were always there or thereabouts. But um, I think, looking at the scorecard, it was 28 minutes before we got our first try. Was it? So it was the first, yeah, f- first, um, first half an hour, really a hard slog for the boys, just a lot of, of defence. And I think the stat come back at 96% tackle completion rate. Well, clearly neither you or I were playing then if the tackle <laughs> completion was that high. Absolutely. <laughs> the biggest terms but it, I've I mean, ever it, seen. It, it, the fact that it took that long to score is, is testament to, to Rosslyn Park because they're obviously not a bad team. You know, no. you, they don't go from top of the league to where are they fourth in the league now, but they've lost a few games. So something's going on there and I think I think the loss on Saturday for them puts them out of the title race. Potentially, yeah. I think it's, so you're saying three-horse race now? Yeah. That's, that's up, obviously us, Cambridge, and then Sale. Yeah. And it's going to be, well, what have we got left? Five or six games? So it's pretty. It's going to be pretty tight all the way. Pretty much every 
you know, every game is going to be pretty mm. important going forward. But I think if we can, if we can show that what what was shown on Saturday, it was it was a classic. You know, the Fords worked very very hard to get the ball, which allowed the backs to win yeah. the game. Yeah, and that's the best part of ninety points scored in two two home matches, yeah. which I think will. Um, as, as doing that would often do, send a bit of a marker out to the rest of the teams in the league that that, purple, that iffy patch we had before Christmas, yeah. um, hopefully, is behind us now, touch wood. Yeah, and they, I mean, I think at this point of the season and been in the league for the couple of years that we have, teams know what Rams are going to bring to them. Mm. They know what's going to come to them. They know they're going to attack them hard up front. Um, and you know, once they get the ball out, kind of outside 10, yeah. there's a lot of talent out there. Yeah, there's talent. And there is some from talent one to there. twenty or yeah. one to twenty-two, whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's um, <clears throat> pardon me. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. So who for you then, Pad Squad? Who's just standout players for Saturday? Well, I hate to say it, but Max Heyman played well. Yeah, he's um, seems to be coming into well, I say coming into before he's been in four more season really, scoring tries for fun. The Max Heyman Appreciation Club. Uh, I mean, I'd big up yourselves. Never, uh, I appreciate this one. I'd never want to say it to his face, but he was <laughs> good. I enjoyed Vinny. Vinny. Vinny made a nuisance of himself at the breakdown, as yep. he does. Bit of a pest in so many ways. Mm. Um, but you need to have that to keep them on the edge because they know they've got to commit to the breakdowns. Otherwise, Vinny's going to be on it. So, from forwards... Which uh, I have no right to comment on, yeah. Pads, as you know. Well, I have very little right to comment on them. Oh, Steer sure. clear of all those breakdowns. <clears throat> Backs, how do they go? Good. Again, um, I mean... Some of the tries that were scored again. You look at Axel again from 40 metres. Um, he just seems to defy all the laws of physics sometimes yeah, when he has a ball in hand. Yeah, he's great to watch. And and, and Henry again. So Birdie making a break um, and the offload to Zach um, for him to go and score his third try in two games. Mm. Um, and great. He's had a pretty good it, it kind of impact since he's come in, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I especially loved his Ram celebration with the, the horns on top of the head. I didn't see that. I've heard about it. And he jumped, <laughs> didn't he jump into the crowd last uh, week as well? He's just loved it. It's great to see. Hey, scoring tries is, is one of the best things to do. So well, it's I can't great enjoy to, that. It's great to see him do it. And I mean, Birdie must be, what, 55 now? <sighs> yeah. Still doing least. the job. <laughs> but he's class. And But you look at the players, that he, I think you said it earlier, the strength and depth that is there. Mm. You, know, you look at some of the players who potentially weren't playing you know, Seezy wasn't there. Yeah. You know, Henderson's class up front. And that's a hell of a ding dong when he gets back to being fit. Him and Max Heyman see who gets oh, that mate, shirt. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. Um, the back row, you know, you've got, you could pick a combination of, you've got Josh Collis coming into a great bit of form at six, vice captain. You've got Vinny at seven and you've got obviously Robbie at eight and you've got James McRae on the sideline, you know, not even getting there. So there's so many players that can come in. There's talent um, all, all over the place, isn't there? We were watching the Titans before the game. Connor Staplu playing the Titans. He could slot in anywhere in that back five. Yeah. But by the way, I, I watched 15, 15 minutes of that game and, and that was that was pretty um, pretty attritional, that one. There were some shots Shot getting game. fired in that game. Crikey. There were some uh, some big hits getting thrown about left, right and centre. Well, I, I, I came up to, I think, whatever it was for the start of the ones game and assumed that the Titans had won it. Mm. It was, yeah, 17-21... The last play of the game, and unfortunately for us, Park get the ball and score and convert the try. Well, actually, I thought about that. I read the report earlier on today on, on the old Twitter sphere, and uh, we've done that. The first team have done that a number of times against other teams. So you know, it's, well, you, it's, you it's make your own luck in this yeah, game, Paddy. It's, it's got to go both <coughs> ways sometimes. So 
But it's good. I mean, you look at the players down there, you've got some players who've come in, you know, T in the front row who, who's come in raw as anything, mm. but, you know, the potential he's got. Yeah. Blitz, obliterating the scrums, ball in hand, you know, something that could potentially in a couple of years progress onto that. Yeah, yeah. Too. There's definitely some, some, some guys in there that, that we'd be looking, or Sebi and, and Co are looking for, for the next, uh, next few years. Whatever that will bring. Yeah. So, yeah, one of the standout moments for me um, was early doors. Axel went for a, a high ball and got someone took his legs from underneath it. Wallop on the floor. <laughs> thought, oh, crikey, that could be one of our, one of our game changers out the way there. Um, dusted himself off and not too As long does. later. Well, mate, yeah, not too long later, um, going 45 metres. Incredible. Uh, for me, yeah, that, was a, that was an awesome... He's, he's, great. he's great to watch. I said it earlier, that when he has a ball in hand... You just think something's going to happen. Like watching you, Paddy. <laughs> Much like watching you. Well, falling over and trying to get my breath. <laughs> he just seems to... He, he, I mean, the, I'm sure if you did some stats on it, the amount of tackles he breaks mm. first up, yeah. you know, to make that initial gain line would be pretty high compared to, compared to most yeah. people in this league. And he just has that ability to keep his legs going. And he creates so much. He's great. I mean, he's great to see. Being, us. being a, another outside back, playing alongside that would be so... It'd be awesome because... You know that you can, if he's got the ball, you can just gamble run through. Because if he can get his legs and arms through, bang, you can take the offload and, and you can be behind defenders. In, and when you've got a birdie or phase. a Rossiter coming onto that, yeah. uh, Rossiter must love it every time he sees him break the line <laughs> because he knows he's going to pick up another yeah. bonus payment for scoring another try. <laughs> must have paid his mortgage off this year with his, with his try, bonus, try bonus payments. <laughs> but for, as a forward, I always like to see the domination at a scrum. Yeah, and you know you can't get what away. a surprise. Yeah, shock, shock <laughs> and horror. But you just can't get away from how, when you're playing against a team, and you're under the pump of the scrum, yeah. how physically sapping it is. Mm. You know when you when you've got, um, you know that front row with, with James on the tight head. You just know he's gonna he's gonna cause trouble. Mm. And then you know, and obviously this is on the weekend without James as well. The, yeah. the thirty meter man. But I mean, you you imagine being a loose head, scrummaging, and you you've got James on for like fifty minutes or sixty minutes, and then they sub him off, and you think, oh, thank God for that, and then Turkey comes uh, on, yeah, and then you just get your head shoved up your ass all over again. <laughs> but yeah, to be able to do that, you know, without without James is it's it's kind of testament to him a little bit to have such strength and depth because mm. you know even if he can't play, you've got Turkey there, who's probably one of the hopefully he's not listening to this. Well, and another one of the best scrummaging tight heads in the league, and then you got Pauling Lesos behind that as well, who is who, who so far this season has stood tall, if not improved, and mm. got the better of a lot of big name props in that yeah, league. Yeah. So you can always—I mean, Reading Engines or Rams have always been known as a backs team, but it's so much—it's so built upon that forward domination. And to have that every game and every time, a scrum, there's nothing better than a scrum penalty for a front row watching. Yeah. Even an old front row who seemed to think he could still oh, do it, but probably couldn't. It was, <laughs> it was great when I stood out, out in the paddock looking at that and you'd see a scrum go down and the ref's arm came up our way. You think, yep, okay. It's, so I've three points, so I get to kick it in the corner yeah, and, and line out and maul it to the cow shed. And yeah. then, what, what, you know, anything in there, once you get a penalty in their half, you know it's going to get kicked to the corner. And with this side, mm. you know they're going to maul you over. Mm. So it's another five points. So it's kind of a, it's a great way of scoring points, and it's so and it's consistent. You know what's as as a defending team, you know what's coming. 
Yeah. You know that scrum's coming. You just can't do anything about it. And then you hit the line out and Max is hitting his arrow as well at the moment. You know it's coming. You just can't defend it. Possible to defend. It's not impossible. Hard to defend. So there we have it. Shock horror. Pads <laughs> is loving forward play. <laughs> what scrum next, time, Pads? Scrum time domination. Pads likes the Chinese. I'm not going to argue with that one. <laughs> In so many ways. So, Spike, looking forward. Birmingham Mosley at the weekend. Yes. What were we thinking? Guaranteed five points? Absolutely not. No? <laughs> no. Uh, mate, tough place to go. Yeah. Hard place. Um, good crowd, good people. Tough rugby match ahead. Um, well, they're sitting ninth in the league, so you would think. I would hope. And I would, yeah, I mean. So what do you do, what do, you do with selection then? Christ. So what, we've got six or seven games left. What's Seb thinking? Is he thinking, right, let's give some of the boys a bit of a game off? Or is he thinking, let's get that momentum to the end do you know of the what? year? I don't know. I, I I have no idea what Seb's thinking. But, <laughs> no one ever but, does, to be well, fair. But what would you do? What would I, yeah, I'd, what I'd do and what Seb do, possibly two <laughs> different things. He's he's a very clever, <laughs> very is. good rugby man management. Um, I, For me, I, I like to stick with what's winning. I would keep... If it's winning and it's working, keep with it. But that's not to say that there, there might not be um, some opportunities for other players to come in and, and, mm. and have a go. But Well, who have you got? You've got James Baker. They'll, they'll probably, I imagine, you want to keep him ready for when he needs to be deployed. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure Ruti will do his background research on their scrums. And if you know James needs to be deployed, he'll be deployed. But again, as, as we said earlier, you've got Turkey or and Glazos to come in and do that yeah, job. Yeah, you've got the strength and depth that can... Connor Stapley did well for the Titans. Would you pull him in? Where would he go? Who who could you drop for him? I mean, you're not going to drop Swaino. He's the hardest man in England. Mm. So where would he go? And you know, would McRae start? Did Josh Collis do enough to stay on? I don't know. It's tricky. This is what I mean. Over to you, Sebi, I think. <laughs> that's why we pay him all the money. Yeah, that's it. It's, <laughs> I think it's definitely a Seb call, that one. I, I, again, I just, I just don't know. It must be tough. It's a hard one to call, that one. I mean, there's, there's so much strength and depth. You could probably pick numerous players in numerous positions you can even pick players out of position and they'd still do a bloody yeah. good job yeah um so yeah i wouldn't have an wouldn't have a a clue where to start with that one but yeah from my i would like to see a similar team um go out and do a similar job to what they have done i mean as i said earlier to score 90 points in two mm. games if it ain't broke don't fix it is the old one isn't it yeah i'm going to chuck cliches out but um yeah i don't think i'd change an awful lot i'd be quite keen to see the same thing back again. Five points on the bus. That's what you want. Isn't it? Road. Really, matter how it works. Seven point win that'll do. Oh yeah, get, get the points. In I'll the take bag. a three nil, three nil for the for the four points on the way but home. The, but and then it goes into quite a tough running after that, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, so would would Seb would would Seb have that back in their mind? What we got games against Sale, games against Plymouth, or Cinderford here? Yeah. You know. Or is it just one game, one week at a time? I mean, every game in this league is going to be hard. Yeah. It's national, national one rugby. Yeah. You know, it's it's not Mickey Mouse stuff. Every, every week is going to be a rock hard game, and I think to look too far beyond your next opponent could be catastrophic. Could be fatal. So, is there any looking past that or not? No. I Do don't... you think there's any murmurings around the club now? The news has come out from the RFU confirming 
what's going to be happening at the end of the season. I'm sure if you walk around the club on a Saturday when the ones are at home, there'll be people talking about that stuff. Um, I'm pretty certain if you go into the change room, there's probably not anyone talking about yeah, that. So, yeah, <laughs> in and amongst the lads and, yeah. and amongst the, the coaching staff, I guarantee you that's almost like a, a bit, it's a banned word. It's, and I don't blame them for that. I think that's yeah. a great idea. But yeah, just take, take each week as it comes. Um, grab your it's points, gonna, take you what know, you can. It's interesting now you're not involved in what goes on to see, I, I find it really interesting to see that team come out on Twitter. When does it come out? On a Thursday? Yeah, team comes out mm. on Thursday, and I really like looking at it. And I'm tr- I try to I try to think why they've come to those decisions. Yeah, and annoyingly, normally, well, you it's all pretty much always the right decision. But sometimes you look at something, you think, "Oh, what's happened there?" Or you've got reward your players, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think Josh Collis is a classic at the moment, isn't he? He's toiled away for weeks in the Titans, and I imagine he was getting quite disillusioned. And then it, for, for whatever reason, whether it be injury or availability, he got his shot and, you know, he's, he's held on to that. Mm. He's held, held on to that shirt and I imagine he'll probably hold on to it again going into the Birmingham game. But again, what happens? It would be Seb Reynolds, oh, eh? Man. Seb and Owen. Wow. There might be a lot of sleeping on it. <laughs> Today's sponsors are Performance Kitchen. If you want affordable, high-quality food that takes care of all your nutritional needs then look no further than Performance Kitchen. Prepared and cooked by the same hands that feed our first team, Performance Kitchen offers a range of delicious and healthy meals that can fuel you the Rams way. Right, here we have the absolute legend of, of, of the Rams for the last couple of years, Ollie Cole. Ollie, welcome. Hello, how are we? Very well, mate, very well. Very good to see you. Very nice to have you on, on our first pod. So, give us a little background of you as a rugby player. What's brought you to where you are and uh, ripping up for the Rams in National One? Uh, so, I started after the 2003 World Cup. remember watching it with my dad, not really knowing what was going on. You must have been about, what, four? Four years old, yeah. <laughs> God, that makes me feel really old. <laughs> he was screaming at the TV. I had no clue what was going on. I said I'd like to do that. And he took me along to Reading. Just across the road, little rivals. Shh, don't say that. Don't say that. I started off there, and then. So you're a local lad, then, are you? Yeah, local. Been a, born in Reading, never left. Went to Hartbury College to play ace. Where'd you go to school? Went to Forest. Forest boy. Yeah. Like, over there. A few captains here. I think there's like ten of us that went to Forest, weren't there? There's a lot. Of, there's a good Forest culture here. Um, then I went to Hartbury at 16. Uh, did the ace there, but then I got in a bit of trouble and got kicked out. So you went to what? So, so is that the ace at the Gloucester connected to Gloucester? Yeah, so right. with Gloucester. But so how do you get into that then? Do, do you get scouted just, or just trial? Just went along, trial right. for Irish. They told me I was too small, and then went to what Hartley. are they? Know? Exactly. <laughs> but then I was at Gloucester, and then the nine in front of me was Harry Randall, average. Yeah, <laughs> sharp lad. But uh, no, he was a good bloke. And then I came back here, and I met with Chooksbury and told him the story. I hope you didn't meet him one-on-one. No. Okay, always have somebody around if you meet with Chooksbury. Big Seb was involved, and then they told me to come along and train. And then from there, I haven't left. So how long have you been, how long have you been here now? Oh, I joined 17, I'm 24 now, so what's that? Seven? Christ, been here that long? Been a, yeah, wow. Well, I can get my 100th cap this season. Christ. Yeah. I joined when you were playing Spike, didn't I? Yeah. Teaching me the ways. And then, yeah, just growing with the club. So you're obviously enjoying it. Oh, I love it. Uh, from, from somebody looking into the squad now, it must be a pretty good place to be. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Like everyone says that the joins, like Willie P's come back. Everyone comes back to Rams. Yeah. They don't want to leave. What? Why is that? It's just the culture. Like it's everyone. I mean, a, a, a culture in rugby seems to be a big thing. You listen to podcasts and everyone talks about culture. What does what does that mean? What what does it what does that mean from a Rams perspective? It's like it's not even like the social element as such. Like you know, like I got mates to play for Bracknell and they go out all the time and it's a good laugh. But it's not even that side of it. It's just the boys are such good crack. Like. They're just there for you when stuff goes wrong. Like Josh Collis is always checking on everyone, making sure everyone's good. Josh Collis. Uncle Josh. Uncle Josh. Uncle Josh. Um, and it's just a good group of mates that have a laugh. And then somehow we go out on the weekends and win. Well, you, see, you seem to be that, doing that quite well at the moment. So the, the, the mood in the camp must be quite buoyant. Yeah. What it, creates that? I don't know. It's just, just the boys. And like even like Seb and Danny, they all have a laugh for you. Joe and Daryl are always taking the piss out of everyone. Everyone hates Joe and Dan. Yeah. Everyone hates yeah. the exactly. conditioning coaches. So. Yeah. <laughs> the little love duo. And then, yeah, everyone just has a laugh with each other. There's no stress or pressure. Because your game seems to have exploded in the last couple of seasons. Yeah. What would you put that down to? Everyone else, not me. <laughs> Clear. You've got to take a bit of responsibility. I mean, I've got the best pack in the league, probably. But we said that, you know, it, it must be quite nice knowing you've got Turkey or Paul Inglésos behind James Baker. Yeah. You know, you know when they come on that it's not going to have much impact no. on scrums. So. And, and then you've got big Maris, 80-minute Maris, that just is a joke. Like, <laughs> the man played for Wallingford before. Well, we we, 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 we spoke about He's just hit his 50 caps and he's so going from, be interesting to see what he says, going from level, you know, you've always been at this level, so you've kind of tracked it through your senior career, whereas he's come from such a, such a long way down yeah how that was that transition maybe that's for another pod and he's just gone up and up and up and he just gets yeah, better and better he does I think he came as a flanker too shut up did yeah he? I'm pretty sure I played no I, I don't I swear yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even joking I came here as a <laughs> I'm sure he played the flank for a little bit I ain't buying that Ealing too and he was a freak like just an absolute bowling ball. Well, back in those days, he was Jaeger bomb powered, wasn't he? Oh, he still is. <laughs> still is. That, less, is that isn't gone. He tells us he's less Jaeger bomb powered. That's his these story, days. but. So, so, looking forward, Berman in the weekend? Yeah. What do you think? What's going to come out in selection, do you reckon? Any inside knowledge for us? Not much. I mean, everyone's always pushing, but I don't know if they'll change a winning team. So, how does that work? So, if you. If you if you're not, I don't know how it works. Do your, does your phone go on a Wednesday or? So if you drop, oh, hi Ollie, it's Seb. Yeah, uh, if you drop, you get a phone call. He tells you, and then if you're saving on the bench. So does, how does, talk, talk us through that? You probably haven't had many of those phone calls, have you? I've had a few. I used to. I played freeze when I first got it. So <laughs> talk, talk us through that phone call, Seb. How does that go? Is it, does he just hammer blow it or? Nah, he's just honest and gets to the point, but he's not. Right. It's not brutal at all. He's just. Says how it is. Yeah, I'm sure there's reasons he tells yeah. you why. Yeah, and if you yeah. want to know, he'll tell you. If you don't want to know, just get on with it. So, who? Uh, what, what are we expecting on Saturday? Any ideas? I reckon pretty similar team. Wouldn't really change the winning from team. our perspective. I think we said that earlier. I mean, Drew's back. Might see him. Tr maybe. Or, I don't know. Depends how fit he's feeling. Um, he's getting old now, isn't he? He is an old he's boy. Got, he's got to save those. He's got to save those legs. But I don't think they change it too much. Well, we said it earlier, Spike made the point, you know, if, if it ain't broken, don't yeah. don't fix it. It seems to be doing pretty well. And the rest of the season, what's the plans? Just take it game by game. Oh, go. classic. Give it a go. It's as if you've all been media trained. Well, Ollie, it's good to chat. 
Hopefully we'll have, on you, have you on at another point, but all the best for the rest of the season. Fish look about. No worries. Don. I see you're a natural. Cut. So there we have it. Our first episode, uh, first pilot episode of the uh, the Ramcast. Thank you for Ollie Cole for uh, giving us a bit of an insight into what it's like to be a player, to be one of the Rams. So the plan is to meet a Ram every week. So when we do this uh, again, we'll meet another Ram or possibly two, get them in. And obviously we'll be meeting somebody else from the Ramily as well. So uh, Spikey's going to keep you in, in on the socials. Yeah, so if you've got any questions for us, it would be great to hear from you. Um, we are on uh, Twitter at Rams underscore RFC and Rams underscore RFC on Insta as well. So if you've got any questions for, for Paddy, for myself, Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, if you've got any questions for Paddy, for me, for, for producer Charlie, or for next week's guest, which is Gary Reynolds, we're going to get him on in. You can pepper him with questions. Um, we all know what the questions we want to ask Gary. Um, but yeah, get him in, guys. It'd be great to hear from you. Um, and that's it for week one, I think. For all future podcasts, please get them from Spotify, Apple Store, Play Store my store, wherever you want to buy them from, wherever you can buy them from, I don't know. Charlie will put a link somewhere because he's the man that does most of the stuff here. Paddy is just, I mean, Paddy and I, sorry, just the face the of this, the face of the podcast. Thankfully, I have a radio face. So well, yeah, that's it. a face for podcasting, face. mate. That's what, yeah, that's what I've got. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, hopefully, we'll catch you next week or the week after. Um, come on, you Rams. Come on, you Rams.